Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the I'll Buy the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're doing the next letter in our movie alphabet series, um, I. So the movie is I Am Love. Yes, I picked this movie and um, because it, uh, I don't know, it had a really high Metascore, so that that always makes me want to watch a movie. And, um, And I saw that it was directed by Luca Guadagnino, which also did a... who also did Call Me By Your Name, which I know Alessandra loves, and you know, I love too. Um, but it's definitely a special, there's a special place in it, in Alessandra's heart, always and forever. I have, I have watched Call Me By Your Name, like, more than I think any other movie I've ever watched. <laughs> oh, with, I, yeah, I'm more than sure that that's, that that is true. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and, and in, actually in my room currently there's a massive poster of it right in front of me so i i'm a big fan of call me by your name and so this movie uh was made in 2009 yes um so it's got it's older it's got a a more like dated feel to it for sure for sure um for sure but it still has a lot of luca's like eye for things and obviously I've only seen Suspiria and Call Me By Your Name and then now I Am Love so I'm just kind of comparing his different movies now yeah exactly and I haven't seen Suspiria yet but um, I definitely saw quite a bit of um, similarities to Call Me By Your Name Um, he really likes Mm -hmm. classical music and Mm -hmm. he really likes very like, like I, I felt like the houses seemed kind of the same in both of his movies. Like, yes, yep. um, the one in Call Me By Your Name was, like, a lot more lived in and, like, kind of, like, loved and, like, you know, because there was, like, stuff everywhere, but it was still had its very, like, not, I guess, grandeur. I mean, it was a very nice house. These are both, like, these are both yeah. beautiful houses. I mean, the, the one in I Am Love is more of, like, a villa. Um, mm-hmm. But he also loves to, he also loves to like show what is it like what what's what's like the b-roll where it's just like a, he likes to show like scenes like a uh scapes and like yeah like sp- specific things yeah yes. objects and like like details on buildings or yes. details in rooms yes um it really is beautiful when he does this because it it's especially in I am love it it is like placing you in a in in northern Italy in in the city where it is it's just it it shows you the beauty of it and it doesn't even have to like try you know he just goes to these like gorgeous shots of the city or like like close-up things mostly like kind of 
um, tight shots is what he likes to use, and when that's when he's, like, trying to explain things, or like you said, in the house, he does a kind of wandering camera, like a tracking shot a lot, that follows people or follows, like, the thoughts of the filmmaker or the thoughts of the the viewer kind of wandering through a house and in that sense it kind of allows you to experience the space like so much more intimately yeah exactly and uh and another thing that i kind of noticed is that he likes to he likes to um shoot shots at like kind of awkward angles like there was one that i remember very Mm -hmm. vividly he was like on the the first uh, floor of the house, like kind mm-hmm, of aiming mm-hmm. up, like through I the know which one you're talking through about. <laughs> the barrier of the stairs, like and it kind of and it wasn't a very clear shot, but it was like if someone just happened to be down there looking up, like this is how they would have seen it. Like it's not, it's not the most clear. Like there's mm-hmm. obviously other things happening in the scene that you just can't quite see. It's like a very realistic shot almost. And then there's kind of these jarring shots. Um, that are, I mean, they're, they're motivated, like the one where, uh, Tilda Swinton's character, Emma, um, sees, um, Antonio at the door for the first time, at, on the first floor, and she, like, walks by and sees her son with Antonio at the front door, and it kind of shifts to a shot that's above her, like, immediately like she kind of turns and you see her body turn in that shot but it's like a bird's eye view i think it's like a motivated thing a motivated shot in the fact that we end up finding out that um we end up finding out that she's going to be having an affair with antonio so um it's kind of like a the immediate like the reason that it changed so drastically is because, like, uh, she, that, like, man is gonna change her life. Like, Antonio will change her life, you know? Yeah, and we're kind of slowly uncovering things about Tilda Swinton's character. I, I just want to note, like, I'm looking at the poster right now, and I love how everyone's face is kind of, like, covered, and hers mm. is, like, poking out of, of the title. Like, Everyone else's is, yeah. like, intentionally covered, and hers isn't. Like, because oh, this is yeah. really, it almost feels like it's, it's. of course, the movie's about her, but it's also kind right. of, like, uncovering who she actually is. Because you kind of learn that, you know, she's, she originally was from Russia, and um, when she met her husband in, um, like, he was in Russia for, like, a gallery or something. Like, he was out there buying mm-hmm. art or something. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. they met you know, they fell in love and he kind of like, he kind of like stole her away to Italy and she like hasn't seen her family ever since. And he got like changed her name and kind of changed who she was. Like, yeah, she, yeah. she's really never been the same person since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just really shows how incredible Tilda Swinton is, how incredible of an actress she is because she plays in a, like a Russian woman who like immigrated to Italy and does not know any English, and so, like, if you watch this movie, you truly would not know that she was an American act, like, actor, like, or British actor, or whatever, like, she is, she's incredible, like, there is, like, no other focal point of this movie, like, I just don't think that this movie would have been as good without her. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I I was very I guess not not shocked or surprised, but like I just I now have like a different idea of Tilda now. Like I always kind of thought she was more of like a character actor. You know, she plays some very not character, kooky. but like she played yeah, she plays some very kooky characters now. Um and this one it's was Asperia, like she's also kooky. <laughs> is she? <laughs> it's yes. She oh, plays man. two characters. I'm just like thinking about like the the Wes Anderson films and like the mm-hmm. um the most recent in, in Hail, uh, Hail Caesar yeah, that we Hail watched. Hail Caesar, yes. yeah, exactly. I know. Um, yeah, Wes Anderson. She's you know, and in star, you know, in uh, Marvel films too. In in you know, uh, as the monk lady. Yes, um, in Marvel and even in the, the Narnia films, like she's she. Although she was great as the as the was it the ice queen or something whatever in narnia she the was, white yeah she, the white queen she's great at all the time she like, is there's she's great just all the time. no i mean truly like we're, we just i think tilda is definitely one of the best actors out there she's she's so incredibly wonderful and i just am, i'm happy that i got to watch this you know whole entire like two-hour movie with her in it you know like as the i'm gonna main character. i'm gonna make a really bad pun here and say like this is i feel like this is the most i've seen of tilda in this movie a bad pun not okay not a bad pun but like like it's a joke like i i feel like i've i'm seeing her as a new actress and yeah and we saw her naked a lot in this movie oh oh yes we did <laughs> so yeah, i feel like i've seen true. the most of tilda in this movie uh, uh-huh. Sorry, that was terrible. Um, okay. <laughs> but even then, like, I, I I, liked how kind of subtle it was. Like, she's she's kind of quiet at first, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's, she's just being very, like, she's just trying to be... Because, okay, because the movie starts off, she's, like, gonna host a party. And this is basically what... Yeah. This movie is just about hosting parties and going to fancy events because this it's is a bunch of rich people. rituals of the rich people, basically, yeah. Basically. Basically. Um, in, in Italy slash London slash wherever the heck these people are. Um, San Remo. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, um, and so it just kind of seems like your normal rich family dynamic. Um, a, a bit more loving than I than is normally portrayed I would assume like just in, in some other in some other rich family movies or series that we've seen like sometimes the kids can feel like neglected but but Tilda um Emma really loves her children and I think she even like she really opens up to her son about kind of like her background like I think they were talking to each other in Russian at one point yeah I think he also speaks Russian with her yeah. like the oldest one yeah yeah and he might be the only one I mean, I, that's not true. I mean, I, I don't know what how much her and her daughter talk, but her daughter's kind of distant throughout the movie, um, just like traveling. But then places. they they have like a close they have a close point where she confesses that she's a lesbian and she shows her pictures of her girlfriend and she's like holding her and it's really sweet. That's true. Yeah, I really liked those parts. I really liked I really liked the moments we got with this family because they all like I don't know. It's just so. This movie was was really good. I really liked it. I liked how things just kind yeah. of fell open as you like spent more time with this family. Like Luca's really good yeah. at writing like relationships and back and forths and like and mm-hmm. I mean this story I feel like had a lot more to it than like Call Me by Your Name. Um Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, yeah. you're dealing with of a, a grandfather who's 
who's going to pass away soon or, you know, he's like putting his will together. He has a factory mm-hmm. that he's going to mm-hmm. need to be looked after by his family. And you have like just mul- like multiple side stories that they're kind of jumping around to, but still kind of staying fairly focused on Tilda. Um, yeah. On, on Tilda's character. Yeah, I mean, there was, like, various points with the kids and with Antonio, but not very much with the father. Like, the father was very absent in this movie, and, like, he just kind of had that look where he just wasn't enough involved in anything, it seemed, and he wasn't involved in a lot of the emotional choices, especially with the business, um... I I also felt like it kind of opened up as well because it seemed like at the beginning of the movie you're just every tidbit of information you're kind of grasping and trying to get a hold of just to see what's going on see what the dynamic is who's this person is that the grandmother is that the sister like how, what's their relationship there's so you ha- you're watching it you're trying to decode the actual like the people and who they are and how they're relating to each other and then how they feel about each other and what they feel how they feel about selling the business like the textile business and you know um how the you know it's just it's interesting because this is like a crucial like point for this family so it is an interesting story in itself um especially since we don't really know these people at the beginning and then we like really know them at the end yeah and especially with starting the movie off with kind of like a party where like you're just seeing you're getting introduced to a lot of people at once and you're kind of trying Mm -hmm. to you're kind of not struggling but like you're kind of trying to see like okay who's gonna stick around who's kind of gonna leave and not really be a part of the story again but he he he's very consistent with all of the people that he brought in they they kind of Mm -hmm. they brought an important piece to the puzzle later on as like things were kind of like sticking together like even very small things that i really enjoyed was like the the grandpa kind of being not stuck in a rut but like having a routine like when his daughter was kind of moving i mean when his granddaughter was moving into photography he she like brought mm-hmm. him a present and he's like oh another painting from my wonderful soon to be famous artist granddaughter and then it's a photo and he's obviously yeah. like not happy kind about disappointed. it and he's yeah. like all right you're you're going to need to give me a painting at some point and then you know Emma Tilda's character is just trying to be very supportive and just like you know i love it darling it's really great you have a really great talent and and, like, that's the kind of stuff that's, like, it's so minuscule, but it, like, it sticks with you because, like, that's that's a character mm-hmm. that, that's, like, that's like that shows the character of the grandpa. Like, he really wanted his family to continue with the textile factory and keep it running because he really enjoyed this thing for all these years. And that was his livelihood. And it's very near and dear to him. But, you know, we kind of start seeing all of the backlash against it. Like, oh, you know, our grandfather was just out there to to take advantage of of Jews and make them work or something like what was that comment they yeah. made like it was yeah. like yeah he was like our you know the business isn't a good business and you have this like view of it like it's this grand thing that's so like ethical and beautiful but really is just exploitative and you know if you sell it it would be the best idea yeah yeah so exactly um but also like pulling into that there's also the the characters 
um, of the whole, like, the help and the, like, maid lady, the, the one who basically raised the kids as well, it has this, like, amazing, like, feeling that kind of Luca, like, the same thing with Mafalda in Call Me By Your Name, where he really enjoys this whole upstairs-downstairs kind of dynamic where he likes to watch the, the people who are helping, too, because it's just as important that they're there as well, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, uh, I think her name was Ida, and uh, she mm-hmm. was she was a very great character. I loved her and, like, Emma's dynamic. Like, even when Emma was, like, trying to have her to have dinner with her, and she's like, oh, you know my routine. Like, I, I have my ways. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. basically, I don't want to eat with you. But it's like, it's like that... That relationship is there, but um, but yeah, like what you said, seeing seeing like all aspects of a household, not just the upstairs, but the downstairs as well. Yeah. So, what did you think of the whole affair and everything? Did you see that coming? Um, I mean, kind of. She was she was um, acting like very not attached, but she was acting very intrigued with Antonio and like she was loving his food like a lot Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. and and I I love when movies and and even series can kind of like bring out this emotion like with with food and eating because you know food's amazing you you can't live without amazing food and (laughs) and I I was kind of just trying to grasp because every time she would eat Antonio's food it seemed like she would have a flashback or she would remember like her childhood and so that's kind of why it was it mm-hmm. it was like really bringing out these emotions in her and and she was and she like didn't want it to stop almost kind of like it was it was addictive um but yeah yeah but yeah i mean I, i'm not surprised that the that the affair happened i mean that's kind of like the aspect of the movie that I'm not really remember. Like it's it, it's not really holding on with me now. Like after the fact, like kind of like those aren't the those aren't the scenes I I remember when I'm thinking about the movie. Um, well, I think because like Guadagnino shot it in a different way, like than he shot like um, Army Hammer and Call Me by Your Name, which was very like male gazy. I think with this one, it wasn't as like it wasn't as specific to the character of Antonio like it wasn't like Tilda Swinton had this had this desire to to like see like Antonio's body and like be amongst his body like that's not what he she was really like referencing like you said is because it was tied to her emotions with home and like finding herself uh and finding her actual roots you know, yeah, and I think, yeah. and that's why I think he shot it like this, and that's why it's so beautiful because it's really about Tilda. It's like not, it's not really about the other person. It's about her, and it's like she's the one who is, who's taking this, this making this choice and like making something that makes her happy, like doing something for her and not for everybody else for once. You know, it's it's such a multi layered movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. Almost as if 
kind of using Antonio as an, an excuse to get out of her marriage or something. Like, I don't know. Um, to just, like, harken back to who she used to be. Right. You know, somebody who she can hardly even remember. And ultimately, like, her son, who reminded her of her past as well by speaking Russian with her, is now dead. You know, so she, like, has to move on. Yeah, exactly. And even sharing that, like, family uh, soup recipe that she that mm-hmm. she then teaches Antonio and uh, her son gets very mad about it and, and ultimately finds out about their affair, um, which of course then leads to his his horrible death. Um, yeah, that was very shocking. I was not expecting that. Neither was I. Like, when it happened, I was like, what? <laughs> like, uh, Yeah. Oh, it was surprising and it was definitely, like, scary, you know? Yeah, it it just and it's just a a horrible thing to to have to endure after the fact. I mean, kind of kind of leaving things on those kind of negative terms with your son who's now dead and you can't like reconcile them. Like that's just yeah. That's even yeah. worse. Like just it's leaving a hard pill on to those swallow. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I did really like the end where she get like her and um Ava or no not Ava the the lady who's helping her out she like Ida Yeah Ida she like basically helps her get ready like she knows what to do already she knows that she needs to pack all of her stuff and leave you know like it was kind of incredible like to just see the transformation that Tilda had during the movie and then like at the very end her daughter like looking at her and seeing her for who she really is and accepting her as well similarly to the way that Emma accepted her daughter when she came out to her you know yeah I also love that Luca is very good and especially with the actors he chooses to to choose when to have dialogue between some some characters and just Mm -hmm. having you know, a facial expression or just an mm-hmm. emotional moment and and knowing what the actor or the character is feeling at that moment. And, and yeah, the scene at the very end where her daughter's just, like, looking at her and just knows exactly what happened, it's it's really great because, like, they're, they're close enough to where they, they just know. They know what's happened and there's no need for words because you just see it so clearly on mm-hmm. everyone's faces. And I, I love that Luca does that. He does that in a, uh, called by your name as well. Yeah. I also just, again, going back to the way he shoots it, like everything is so gorgeous. Everything is like, Italy is so like, it's displayed in such a glamorous way, especially when Tilda's like walking down the street in her heels and her big sunglasses and her dresses and her coats and she's like running errands and she looks like a thousand million dollars you know like it it's it's like a gorgeous like like italy like loves to make movies like about itself like this you know like expressing the beauty of italy you know like it's it's like a fellini film yeah and i mean and why not it's italy is such a gorgeous place I mean, I've only ever been to Sicily, but still, even 
even in this yeah. like kind of little town that we were in, there was still so much beauty to take in and just so much like in the scenery and yeah, like every every place they visit, like I want to go. Like I want to go to <laughs> what was it? Yeah. San uh San Ramo? Yes, I want to go there. Yeah, I want to go I want to go there too. <laughs> like it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beach town, and she was, like, walking along the beach. I love that, the angled shots of her, like, walking across the street from the mosque, and that whole sequence where she's following Antonio through the city was so great, because Tilda just, she, she's, like, clearly, like, so exacerbated, like, exacerbated, but she's, like, she doesn't know if she should continue, and she just does anyway, and she, like, accidentally steals a book because she's so, like, flustered, you know? Yeah, and the the music, um, I like how in this movie and in uh, Come By Your Name, um, like just how, not not potent, but like how how noticeable the music is. Like I mm-hmm. like I yeah, never yeah. had any problem listening, like hearing the soundtrack in both of these movies, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> especially when she's following him, when she's following Antonio, and the music got like very very like. Not upbeat, but almost like tense. Like yeah, and and even in that like crazy sex scene out in the grass with Antonio, mm-hmm. like yeah, like yeah. the music. I don't know if it was just the music that went with it, but it was like making me anxious. Like I don't know. Like oh, just, yeah, it was it a was, lot to take in, and I was I was like, oh music, goodness. <laughs> the music was like reaching a climax, and so it was, like, it was a little too on the nose for me, I think, to be honest. It was a bit. It was a bit much. <laughs> I think I was a little bit, like, I, I was like, really I was like, enjoyed oh, man, like, this, this is not pleasant to watch. Like, I, I know, yeah. yeah. It, I really did enjoy, like, all the bugs and stuff, but it was, like, it was just really intense. And, it like, was Of course it was really supposed intense. to be, but, but I just thought, you know, maybe if it, it just was too clear, you know? It's, like, maybe it was, like, a little bit less... It was a little it less better. clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I the sex goodness. scenes were nice, though. Like, they definitely were, like, very visceral, and I, I did enjoy them, for sure. But yeah, the but... one in the house was really cute. Like, when it was yeah. just very slow and, you know, very loving and very tender. But then, yeah, the one in the grass just, like, went out the window, and I was like, oh, I'm having it's a panic attack. Film, man. Like, yeah, it's... I just, like, didn't know. <laughs> to do. Am I aroused or am I just really scared? I don't know. Am I aroused or scared? I'm leaning more towards scared. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. So should we read the, uh, read the, the plot keywords here? Oh, man. They are. Dang. (laughs) Really quick, I want to say that when, when Antonio first, first came into the movie, I thought that him and her son were gonna like have oh, a yeah. thing because I hundred percent yeah like Antonio was yeah. acting like he he had this like long like lasting crush on oh, her yeah. son hundred percent I think yeah. honestly I think that Luca wanted that I think Luca was like gonna kind of toy with you and be like oh you think the son's gay turns out it's the daughter <laughs> like oh, it kind of just know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. he kind of just threw it at you and I was like. Well, why not both of them? And then I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know. almost when when Tilda, I also kind of liked how some scenes you didn't really know if if it was just her, if it was like an an imagination, like a 
like she was imagining it or if it was real because like when mm-hmm. when she was thinking about when she was looking at the photos again um of her daughter's girlfriend she yeah. like she like had she like um, was imagining them going on a run together and then they like kissed yeah. and i was like i was like yeah. oh was that was that a real thing or was she just imagining their relationship which i mean that could happen but like yeah well it was the same when antonio was like standing in the kitchen and he imagined uh, Emma coming in, like to the to the restaurant, and then just kind of jumping on him, you know, like yeah. And then and, and her hair was already ends. short, and I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "What's your hair?" <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. It, it, it could have been up that. in a bun, but just the way it looked when she was in that blue dress, it looked like her hair was short already. I don't know. Her her outfits were incredible, and in this movie, got nominated for best costume design at the Oscars. Oh yeah, if I'm if I'm ever a a a rich wife in Milan, I, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear those outfits. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Like, we can all aspire to wear that. Although she was, like, seriously wearing some high heels. Um, oh, yeah. In the not very good streets of northern Italy, you know, it's like, you could really break an ankle on those cobblestones. On, those, on those cobblestones, and, and, uh, and even in the villa, she was, like, walking with heels on what looked like, like, rocks or, like, gravel. <laughs> no problem. Just, just, she does this every single day. I was like, Please. she's a real Italian woman. Protect, protect your already skinny ankles. Well, also, like, I would have to say the most beautiful person in this whole movie was Marissa Berenson, who played Rory, like, the grandma. Like, that lady was so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, how do we look like her when we're her age? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Exactly. Seriously, she's like a goddess. Um, okay, so, so here we go. do you want to read the plot keywords? I'm gonna let you do this. Oh wow, wow. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just read these. All right, plot keywords. We've got female full frontal nudity, lesbian, sex with friends' mother, male nudity, and homosexual subtext. <laughs> What? I don't think we saw a penis, but we saw some balls. Well, yeah, for sure. For sure Um, saw some balls. But we certainly saw all of Tilda Swinton. (laughs) Wow. All of it. Okay, is there also, like, like, all of the plot keywords, not all of them, but, like, a lot of them are... sex-related. Yes, are very much sex-related. Come on, there's more to this movie than the sex... I know. I also, <laughs> I, I see it here. Uh, it says, female sitting on toilet. I love that she, after she was out with Antonio, she, like, comes home and she, like, really has to pee. And so she just sits on the toilet and and smiles. Emma's, like, so happy. She's, like, so cute. She, like, yeah. she's got, like, a she's, smile like, on her, her face. Yeah. She's, like, holding her teeth like, uh, like, um, Mr. Mr. Bennett, Bennett does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Donald Sutherland. Yes. Yes, he holds holds his teeth instead of his upper lip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm so hot. It's like fucking 90 degrees in my room. I'm like sweating. Oh goodness. (sighs) Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, time for the meta scores. Yes, let me go. Let me go back to the 
to the main. Okay, picture. so it got a 79 Metascore, which, you know, you did say that you saw this before we watched the movie. Um, I would I say I that they're being generally higher, positive. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just uh, trying to find... I'll read the timeout one. Director Luca Guadagnino is having so much fun setting up the Kubrick and chill. Even Barry Lyndon's Marissa Barrett Berenson is on hand. That when Ooh. Emma and the much younger Antonio finally come together in warming San Remo, their tryst almost sneaks up on you. Yeah. 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 I'll agree with that. Um, um well, let's just read this Entertainment Weekly one just because I'm pretty sure we're not going to agree with it. Um, I gave it a 58. The film is almost deliriously stylish, which helps mask the silliness. But the bellowing music by John Adams is infuriatingly intrusive, which undoes the visual good. What the heck's up with you, Lisa? <laughs> That's not a very good interpretation of the movie. No, this she's just out here to hate. She's yeah, just a hater. I, I wouldn't say that that's, you know, for me, I like this movie. I definitely didn't love this movie, but that's just because of the content, you know? I, did, I think it's a great movie. Um, it's just, yeah. you know, not something I'm probably going to rewatch because, you know, I, I already saw it. I, it. These people don't really matter to me, so <laughs> I yeah. don't really need to watch it again, but... Like, I definitely thought it was a great movie. Yeah. I mean, if, if ever, like, a pretentiously pretentious, like, theater was playing it, like, yeah, I'd go I'd go watch it with, like, a bunch of other people, and, like, just because it was there, like, as, like, an experience, but... I like this movie line one, too. Okay. It says, uh, bold, weird, and a little stalkerish in its intensity, mm-hmm. Luca Guadagnino's third feature is an open cinematic buffet as ready to satisfy as it is to displease, depending on your taste and appetite. Oh. Okay, Michelle. Now, that's a good review. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Is there one that I actually do like? Um, Maybe the AV Club one? Well, let me see. Um, AV Club gave it an 83. What keeps the story fresh isn't so much Guadagnino's swooning sense reveries, which sometimes flow with dreamlike wonder and sometimes just drag. Instead, most of the power comes from Swinton, who always makes the most of characters imbued by passion, but straight-jacketed by expectations. Hmm. don't know people are just calling it like a masterpiece it's like stunning but that's what the 100s say yeah um, basically and you know like in 2009 for sure <laughs> it, yeah you know? this this movie felt almost older than like a 2009 film i don't know this this felt like a this felt like a late 90s film to me for some reason i don't know yeah, like, I think it's because he shoots on film, and it's just got that kind of quality, you know? Yeah, it was kind of, like, grainy. Um. Yeah. Also, like, Italians, like, Italy is really stylish, but they kind of, they're always, like, ten years early, like, ten years late, you know? Like, all their styles, like, are nice, but they're always, like, ten years after the fact. Do you know what I mean? Like... 
Yeah. It, I don't know. Pa- Paolo would understand what I'm talking about. No knock on Italian, like, uh, fashion. It's just the way it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What is the next movie we have? Um, Jay? Oh, dude. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I do. You, do you want I, me to? I'll look. I, yeah. Can you find it? I I never find <laughs> I never find this list. I have no idea where it is. Um, here it is. Okay. Oh, he good. The next one is Jay, and it is Josie and the Pussycats. Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! Oh I'm man! I'm excited. That's gonna be. Uh, I've I th- never I th- seen it. I think my sisters have it on DVD. I'm gonna borrow it. <laughs> uh, good. Oh okay. man. Oh, I'm That's excited. Great. This is. Gr- I love that movie. It's been so long since I've seen it. Oh, it's gonna It'll be, fun. be more lighthearted than the one we just watched. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. That 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 death really caught me off guard too. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. If I already wasn't left feeling uncomfortable from that from that sex scene, this this death didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> that sex scene it really put you off, didn't it? And I might have nightmares. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just, just like kidding. green and flesh. No. Just it was just it was the like music. Tilda is... Swinton's vagina, you know. Yeah, like just wow no that part was it was really the music like the music and like how close you were to them as they were like moving and then the really close up (laughs) of bugs i don't know it was a lot it was i was way too (laughs) overstimulated (laughs) okay all right if you enjoyed uh or if you have seen uh i am love or haven't and want to watch that movie now that we've talked about it it's um, on the roku channel if you have a roku uh, yeah, I, I rented it on Amazon Prime. Um, you know, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Um, but yeah, if you like this episode, leave a comment. You can do that on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn and like slash follow our pages. Um, if you want to rate our little show that we have here um, with a with a star rating, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. It really helps others find our little show we have here. And uh, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We've got Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast, and as well as Facebook. And um, if you have any suggestions for future movies uh, that you want us to see and talk about, or uh, or just to say hello, you can email us at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we have merch. That was beautiful, Emily. Thank you. I think I'm slowly getting better at that. <laughs> it's so concise. I just i i have I have a rhythm, and I have and I have a a route <laughs> that I take to talk to talk about it all. All right. Well, thanks okay, for listening, everybody. <laughs> Stay cool. All right. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 